This episode of Internet Today is brought to you by Magic Spoon and by Gabby. Well, shit. Welcome back to the circus, I guess. Uh, I just woke up after a two-week nap. Did I miss anything? Yeah, I feel like we, uh, I feel like it was a real inopportune time to take a vacation. January's a pretty quiet month, usually, especially yeah. the first week of January. Yeah, what could go wrong? Yeah. Also, like, the fact that uh, the world is shut down and we're in quarantine, uh, yeah. the vacation meant nothing, so all I did was sit and watch terrible news all day. Yeah. So, not much fun. You, look, we decided to, you know, take a little break during the holiday season, and wouldn't you know it, the world falls deeper into chaos, there's an insurrection at the Capitol, and literally the biggest news possible pours out of every opening that you could imagine nonstop while we just sit idly by, shaking our heads, wondering why we would ever attempt to take time off from the never-ending cycle of calamity in the first place. So buckle up, because a lot has happened since Christmas. Happy 21, 20, <laughs> whatever fucking year we're in. 2020 part two. Yeah. The or, DLC. Or 2016 part six, as yeah, I like to see sure. it. Sure. Yeah, we went from, well, thank God that terrible year is over, to, okay, yeah, somehow 2021 is already worse, in record time. Yes. The shift from watching the Times Square ball drop in front of a crowd of dozens <laughs> who were all siloed off in little barricaded, socially distant safe zones, to someone air frying a hot dog for way too long, to being dad, to the president caught on tape pressuring officials in Georgia to commit election fraud, to domestic terrorist attack on the United States Capitol. Uh, it, it all happens so quickly, the whole thing seems like a fever dream. Yeah. Time isn't real. But it definitely happened, all of it, and despite what members of the GOP are currently indicating, uh, it actually is pretty, it's pretty fucking serious. It could have gone a lot worse <laughs> yeah, than it yeah. did. Yeah, uh, every generation has a few historic moments that they will remember forever. But for some reason, millennials and Generation Z, we're experiencing multiple lifetimes worth of historic and detrimental moments in rapid succession. And look, we're not going to lie. It's getting really goddamn exhausting, and we're pretty tired of living in interesting times. Yeah, may you live in <laughs> boring-ass times. Yes, I, I hope that my children's children, if I ever have them and they continue the, uh, the, the family name, that they have the most boring lives possible. Yes. All, <laughs> they won't, though. They're going to be scavenging for the last remaining jugs of gasoline out yeah. in the wasteland. Please, Mr. <laughs> Nestle, give me some water. But look, here we are. We're barely just two weeks into the new year, and there's already been an attack on the Capitol. Uh, Trump is now facing yet another impeachment. He's facing calls to resign. There's threats of invoking the 25th Amendment. And if that isn't enough, Dr. Dre almost fucking died during all of this. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> and we're still... Not only in the midst of a global pandemic, but one that is at, currently at its peak as far as new infections and deaths. Especially here in the official United States Coronavirus Epicenter, Los, Los Angeles. Angeles, California. Mm -hmm. So uh, everyone, including us, but mostly you, you're very forgiven for being exhausted already this year. Uh, but let's, let's go through this timeline and try to lay out everything that's happened so far in 2021. Uh, while we were gone, and I guess we'll try to do it in a timely... We always say that we're going to do this in, a, in as timely a way as possible, but yeah. a lot happened. Our, our, our last video before this one was a recap of the entire year of 2020, and uh, we're back with a recap of the last week and a half Yeah, that's going to be just as long as the fucking 2020 video. Anyway, <laughs> let's let's kick this, things off here. Um, I'm not even sure it's worth mentioning Bean Dad or the Air Fryer Hot Dog Twitter sagas. Those were already... They, they feel like relics of a distant past, yeah. but um, uh, literally everyone on the planet got an air fryer for Christmas, because they're great. They are great. 
I mean, I use mine all the time. It's mm -hmm. fantastic. But uh, yeah, people have been cranking out air fryer content at a staggering rate on TikTok and Twitter. But one in particular stuck out. Um, someone air fried a hot dog to hell and back. And it captured the attention and imaginations of social media users for at least a solid few hours before our next <laughs> challenger stepped in. Bean Dad. Yeah. It's not his actual name, but uh, he's a dad whose daughter wanted some beans, so he made her visually deconstruct something called a can opener until she could figure out how to open a can of beans for herself before starving to death. It was a learning exercise. Uh, you know, teach a man, give a man uh, some beans. And he'll eat for a day. Eat for a day. Uh, give him a can opener. Teach him the beans. Well, don't teach him. <laughs> give him a can opener and say, figure it out, dipshit. <laughs> That's how you do it's it. It's like that old, uh, I, I can't remember if it's like a, a Sylvester and Tweety cartoon or Tom and Jerry, but uh, there's, a, there's a cartoon out there where there's a can of tuna fish and they can't find a can opener and they spend the whole 10 minutes trying to get that thing open. Yeah. So that's what I imagine happened with Bean Dad. Yeah. Very comical affair. Anyways, yeah, the Bean Dad thing, it was uh, admittedly very overblown for like comedy's sake. Yeah, he was writing it to be an asshole. Uh, yeah. yeah, people people got real upset about this. Yeah. It was just like, oh, this is triggering my childhood uh, traumas about, like, food insecurity. I'm like, calm the fuck down. This guy's just, like, thinks he's funny. He's not. No. But... It was a failed joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I mean, look. Whatever. It w it, this would have flown under everyone's radar, but it didn't. And Bean Dad got a proper roasting for some seemingly anti-Semitic tweets uh, that were then dug up yeah. uh, as proof that he was a terrible person who starves his children and also uh, hates the Jews. But yeah. again, more just edgy shit. He issued an apology for that. Nevertheless, he will forever be known as Bean Dad, which is a pretty justifiable punishment, all things considered. I mean... Could be a lot worse. Yeah, like when the, I saw someone post, like, he when this guy dies, it'll it'll be like, here's his name, but he was referred to as Bean Dad. He like That's uh, his legacy. From what I can tell, this guy's, the thing he was most known for up till this point was how he wrote the theme song to one of those, one of those McElroy Brothers podcasts, ah. and they removed that theme song, so he lost that. He and also, also co-hosted a podcast with Ken Jennings. And May... Probably not. Thankfully, the news cycle is so fast this, these days. But at the time, people were like, this would be hilarious if this is what cost Ken Jennings the, the job, job as the Jeopardy host. Yeah. Uh, all things considered, during the last week, technically, nobody had a better week than Bean Dad. Because immediately after the Bean Dad thing blew up, it was like, oh, by the way, democracy has fallen. Yeah. <laughs> Bean Dad is like uh, Gary Condit, the uh, congressman or senator who, like... Uh, Probably killed his mistress, but then 9-11 happened and mm -hmm. just like everyone forgot about it. Yeah. Look it up. Anyway, um, so Bean Dad, air, air fryer, fryer, hot dog, dog, which like, I mean, kids, if you're looking for a science fair experiment this year, there you go. Yeah, exactly. But those are those two things and then, then the insurrection, right? No, no. Actually, uh, before oh. that, an actress died and then came back to life. Oh, God. And that. then died again. Yeah. Uh, but by the time she actually died, no one knew because there was uh, so much going on that a former Bond girl being falsely pronounced as deceased, that was barely able to hit our radar. Uh, no. She's actually dead now, by the way. Yeah. She did she, die. She died for real. Uh, if you want to keep track of everything. But that, that I hadn't even heard that she had actually died. I had only heard that she was, that her PR team was like, no, actually, she's alive. Yeah, it was. And then the news cycle like, was dominated. Looked at like the news articles. It was like update Wednesday, update Thursday. Like, uh, she's dead. No, 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 she's actually alive. No, no she's, she's dead actually now. dead. Yeah. But in the meantime, her boyfriend just had the worst fucking week ever, being like, 
He was uh, like grieving his girlfriend and then finding, finding out, out on camera. And like, oh wait, she's alive? That's amazing. And then like eight hours later, like, okay, she's she's for real dead this time. We promise. Fire up the cameras. Yeah. Uh, so that was fucking nuts. Also, side note here, at some point between Christmas and a mob of angry riders breaching the Capitol, somebody absolutely destroyed an anti-masker with a can of Twisted Tea. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it, it was a good hit. Yeah. But Bean Dad, uh, Air Fryer Hot Dog, Living Dead Girl, and a can of Twisted Tea cracked over someone's skull were all somehow nothing compared to what was coming as we creep slower and slower into the year 2021. All right, here we go. So, so now is the time for that insurrection news, right? No, actually not yet. Because before the march on the Capitol from Trump's psycho loyalists, uh, Trump actually found himself in some other seriously hot water by, by doing a little bit of election fraud, <laughs> yeah. uh, post-election fraud, by attempting to intimidate officials from the state of Georgia, specifically their Republican Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, and his lawyer, Ryan Germany. Uh, in leaked audio of a phone call between Trump, Raffensperger, and Germany, uh, Trump, among many other things, pleaded with Raffensperger to find him some votes. <laughs> just, you'll, you'll find him. All I want to do is this. I just want to find 11,780 votes, which is, which is one more than we have, because we won the state. Be a real shame <laughs> if I anything happened. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, during the hour long and this is the crazy the, this phone call was an hour long they started releasing clips of it and it's like okay this sounds pretty bad but like who the fuck did? and then they released the entire hour long audience it's like jesus christ mm-hmm. yeah no there's uh this is indefensible this is a smoking gun as it, they would say uh yeah uh so also during that very long phone call trump tried to insinuate that both raffensperger and germany would be criminally vi- liable if they failed to find that thousands of ballots that had been destroyed and uh tried multiple times to get them to admit that something nefarious had happened during the election in their state. But they, uh... To their credit, they were like, no, Mr. President, uh, no. Well, that's the thing, is, like, Trump definitely lost, and, like, Republicans, or at least the smart ones, are like, okay, well, he has nothing he can give. This guy can't do anything for us anymore. So it's probably best if we uh, don't stick our necks out and uh, potentially violate the law. Do you see uh, this guy. Sidney Powell is getting sued for a billion dollars by Dominion? Yeah, we'll talk about that on Tech News Day. Yeah. So anyways, that call alone was enough uh, to for many people to start sounding alarm bells and floating the idea of another impeachment. And this is before the insurrection. Yeah. Uh, you now had the president on tape trying to alter the outcome of an election. Literally, Nixon resigned for so much less than what we saw in the past few days. Yeah. But somehow this smoking gun of a phone call would soon be overshadowed by far more serious matters. Oh, by the way, speaking of Georgia, sometime after the smoking gun phone call with Georgia's Secretary of State, but before the insurrection at the Capitol, Democratic candidates John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock both won their Senate races in the state of Georgia, effectively giving complete control of the United States government uh, to the Democrats once Joe Biden is sworn in as president mm, on January barely. 20th. Barely. Uh, <laughs> and and K- possibly not at all. Yeah, Kamala is the uh, the tilting factor. Well, she is, but actually it's more uh, that West Virginia guy, Joe Manchin. Mm. He's, he's the swing vote because he's basically a Republican. So, yeah. I mean, like Elliot said, I can't wait to see how uh, this... Control of power is completely squandered. It's good that the, the vice president is going to actually have a job to do mm-hmm. for the first time in a long time. But yeah, this is a, the, 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 the squandering of their abilities to do anything is all going to be under the pretense of unity and healing, mm. which is a phrase that is currently haunting all of us, just like the old thoughts and prayers is. Yeah. It, it has become the new thoughts and prayers. Yeah. <sighs> all right. So 
after all that, now it's time to talk about the insurrection, right? Still no, because uh, first we should go over what, what led to all this and why it all went down on that specific day. So January 6th should have just been a pretty normal, boring day in the process of a peaceful transition of power between the current president and president-elect Joe Biden. Uh, it was the day where current vice president Mike Pence was going to affirm the state electoral college results. It's a very ceremonial thing. <laughs> yes. Not a real process. It, it, there's not much to it. No. It, this happens every uh, four to eight years. But for some reason, Trump and his followers thought that he could convince Pence to pull some Hail Mary at the last second by refusing to certify the Electoral College results, saying, I hope Mike Pence comes through for us. I have to tell you, I hope that our great vice president, our great vice president comes through for us. He's a great guy. Of course, if he doesn't come through, I won't like him as much. <laughs> it's a real shame that we uh, can't screenshot Trump's tweets anymore. I know. Luckily, there's a, a great archive of all of them. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of people are like, it sucks that he's gone. Well, it doesn't suck that he's gone, but it does. Wait, you're spoiling like, it, Elliot. They haven't heard the news yet. They, look, I, I'm sorry. Everyone anyway. literally closed their eyes and yeah. shut their ears when we went offline. And this is all news. Could you imagine if someone had actually done that? And this, and they're like, wait, hold I'm on. I'm imagining that. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. I, hopefully, all of you viewers, um, you treated our absence like the same way those people who, uh, you know, went on like backpacking trips through the fucking the the trail of the that what's that East Coast Trail Appalachian Trail. Yeah, the guys that like came back from the Appalachian Trail in like early April and were like, "What's a coronavirus?" <laughs> I hope you all basically treated our absence that way. No, because now they're having heart attacks. Yeah. <laughs> Go get the, uh, yeah, anyway, pills. Anyway, we assume the pressure of the Stop the Steal rally and a march on Washington, D.C. on the day that Mike Pence was set to certify the results. I, I mean, I guess maybe it could have convinced him to go along with Trump's very stupid, literally pointless plan, but it didn't. No. Uh, Pence refusing to affirm the results ultimately wouldn't have changed anything anyway. Yeah, because it's not a real thing. But by simply going along with the process of what was supposed to be a peaceful transition of power, Pence and the rest of the United States Congress and Senate, Democrat and Republican, Republican were all turning their backs on God Emperor Trump and somehow trying to silence the 70-something million people who voted for him despite Trump losing both the popular vote as well as the Electoral College. So, is it time for the insurrection? Well, according to the thousands of people attending that Stop the Steal rally in D.C., the answer is yes. Finally. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. The longest, like, uh, opening title scroll in Star Wars history right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is a time of great unrest. <laughs> yeah, pretty but, much. So uh, it's time to talk about that. Except, no, it's, it, we have to now give a word from today's sponsors. See that? Uh-huh. Pretty good. Magic spoon. Yeah. It's a new year. New you, baby. Time to start eating healthy, you you pig. Growing up, <laughs> cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid. Mm. But then you get older and you realize it's full of sugar. and It's full of junk that you really shouldn't eat. You're an adult now. Yes. We've been trying our best to cut down on carbs and sugar and unhealthy foods. That's why we were stoked and Magic Spoon wanted to sponsor our show. Magic Spoon cereal has zero sugar, 11 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving, along with just 110 calories. Look at that box, Elliot. Take the box. It's got a little map on the back. You can do a little maze. Yeah. Uh -huh. And look at that art. Mm -hmm. It's great art. Very hip. It comes in four flavors, uh, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry, and you can try them all in a variety pack. Magic Spoon, it tastes amazing. Honestly, it's too good to be true. It's also keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. 
So check out Magic Spoon today by heading to magicspoon.com slash todaydaily or by clicking the link below to grab a variety pack. And be sure to use our promo code todaydaily at checkout for free shipping. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product that it is backed by a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they refund your money, no questions asked. So click, click the link below or go to magicspoon.com slash todaydaily. Use our code todaydaily for free shipping and uh, check them out. It is really good. It is good, sir. I would never lie to you about that. Mm -hmm. Shit's good. Anyway, this episode is also sponsored by Gabby. We're all looking for ways to save money, right? Mm -hmm. Especially now. So, how'd you like to keep an extra $961 a year in your pocket? That's how much Gabby customers save per year on average on car and home insurance. That's why when we shop for insurance, we use Gabby. Gabby takes the pain out of shopping for insurance by giving you an apples-to-apples -apples comparison of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive, Nationwide, Travelers, you name it. Uh, I did this whole process. It was very easy. It took just a couple minutes. You just basically give them some of your information, log into your insurance website, um, and then a little while later, they, they email you back with just all your options there. Uh, luckily, I am on uh, a legacy, like, third-generation <laughs> insurance plan, and it yeah. uh, turned out that I actually do have the best uh, of all the possible options, but it was nice to get confirmation. Yeah, it's good to double-check, and hey, maybe you might save some money if you check them out, and uh, you might be paying too much for that insurance. Mm -hmm. So, like we mentioned earlier, Gabby customers, they save $961 per year on average. So, I would assume that would be very nice to have in your pocket at the end of every year. And if they can't find you savings, they let you know so you can relax knowing that you have the best rate out there. And also, they will never sell your info, so no annoying spam or robocalls. Now, you're probably overpaying on car and home insurance, so see how much Gabby can save you. It's totally free to check out. There's no obligation. So go to Gabby.com slash todaydaily. That is G-A-B-I dot com slash todaydaily. Gabby.com slash todaydaily. Links in the description below. Anyway, where were we? Bean Dad! No. No. Oh, the violent mob that attacked <laughs> the U.S. Capitol. Yeah, that's where we were. Okay, so after gathering for a big event that included speeches from Donald Trump Jr., who repeatedly told the crowd that they needed to fight for his father, uh, Rudy Giuliani, who exclaimed, Let's have trial by combat. Not really mincing his words there. And Donald Trump himself, who convinced the crowd that the election was being stolen and instructed everyone to march down to the Capitol building. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, that's, that's what they did. Yeah, so bonus points for the president constantly saying, we are going to march, as if he himself would be joining that rowdy crowd of piglets only to immediately retreat to safety as, as the mob followed his orders without him in tow. Yeah, he literally was like, we're going to march to the Capitol, and then he went backstage into a tent where he watched everything unfold on TVs with his son. I mean, you're on the National Mall, you see the Capitol, you're like, oh, it's right there. But, you know... Looks can be deceiving. It's actually, it's a bit of a hoof. Yeah. And there was the, a hilarious video of uh, uh, Madison, uh, Madison Cawth Cawthorn. Madison Wheels Cawthorn. He's <laughs> like, we're going to the Capitol. And he's like spinning his uh, his wheelchair wheels. And then it pans over and it's like two miles yeah, away. Uh, Buddy, you're going to miss the insurrection. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that guy, what a character. Yeah. I just love, uh, I, I, he, 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 he put the brakes on his wheelchair real quick when everything went down. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I have nothing to do with that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of that's that's what a lot of people did. Anyway, yeah, uh, what happened next? Uh, it played out across TVs, phones, and computer screens across the country and around the world as people watched in horror as thousands of uh, Trump loyalists stormed the U.S. Capitol building with what appeared to be nothing getting in their way. In fact, 
Come on in, sir. As we would see in numerous videos after the fact, it appeared as though at least some of the rioters were helped along by on-duty police officers. Literally the velvet rope treatment at one yeah, point. Yeah, who also took <laughs> the time to take some selfies with the mob yeah. while essentially letting them run rampant all the way up to and inside the Capitol building. And representatives in the House and Senate were forced to evacuate into safe areas while the building was being taken over. And... Uh, uh, one of those representatives ended up catching COVID because people weren't wearing their fucking masks in the yeah, safe zone. Even in the fucking bunker, the Republicans refused to put on a There's mask. a video of them handing out masks and be like, nah, not for yeah. me. Uh, anyways, windows were smashed, objects were stolen, people posed for photos and videos in representatives' offices, uh, people were injured, one woman was killed after trying to breach a door by climbing through its broken window. Uh, let's let's take a quick look at some of the video that transpired that day. Um, all credit to the people who edited the compilations together, and we're going to try to not show the gruesome stuff, but it's important that you see exactly what happened. This this wasn't just some peaceful protest. This wasn't an overreaction by people reporting on it. This this was some serious, serious shit. It was wild. Yeah. Oh, meanwhile, up on the steps of the backside of the Capitol, we're seeing protesters overcome the police. The police are now running back into the Capitol building. We have cheers from the protesters that are watching behind the scenes. This is incredible. So in the midst of all this chaos, a woman was shot and killed by police. A now debunked rumor spread regarding a man who allegedly tasered himself in the balls while trying to either steal or deface a piece of art and then died from a heart attack because he kept accidentally tasering himself in the balls. Yeah, that, that uh, was, uh, he did die, but he didn't apparently tase himself in the balls to I the want, point where he did have a I heart attack. I choose to believe he did. And I was talking uh, about this with, uh, with someone online about like how it was possible. And I was saying if it were to happen, he would have the taser in his pocket and he'd be climbing up on something yeah. and then the pressure of the tight, because they all wear tight jeans. Yeah. For some reason, that's not effeminate to, to Trump supporters. They love those tight wranglers. Cowboys butts drive them nuts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> squeezes the taser, positioned at the balls. Yeah. And then when you get shocked, everyone knows you clench up. Yeah. So clenches up even tighter, continues to get shocked in the balls. This is all hypothetical. Yeah. Based on it, it, what we know it's now. It's a plausible theory. Uh, I mean, <laughs> maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Yeah, but, someone might have gotten tased. But that man is is in fact dead. That person's dead. Um, uh, another woman, uh, the, the guy who allegedly tased himself, one of the protesters who stormed the Capitol. Another person who stormed the Capitol who died was uh, a woman who was trampled to death in the crowd while waving a don't tread on me flag. Yeah. And uh, also a police officer died. Uh, he succumbed to injuries sustained while trying to fight off the crowd. Uh Still not totally clear how that went down, but uh, seems as though supposedly he was he had his head bashed in with a fire extinguisher. Yeah, so there's a lot of and like, I don't there's know some clips of like the fire extinguisher guy circled. Now they're like, we need to find info on this guy. Yeah, but like it, I don't know. There's it's it's weird because usually when the cops like the cops get a milkshake that tastes slightly off, and it's national fucking news about yeah. like 
they're, you know, it's it's so unsafe out there for cops. And in they this, put a dirty tampon in my Starbucks. Yeah, in this instance, like a cop literally got fucking beaten to death by a crowd, and it's been real quiet. Like I haven't haven't heard much about it. There's like there's a video of a cop getting dragged out, and like he looks like he's dead, but I don't even. They haven't even confirmed if that's him or, yeah, that's or a just different a, cop. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. And then another one of the Capitol police officers uh, killed themselves over the weekend, committed suicide. Yeah, that. Uh, that's another one. I was like, oh. I would like to know a little bit more. Yeah, that, hopefully, more information comes to light. Um, yeah, yeah. There's that. Yeah, the, the cop getting dragged out and beaten with American flags. Great shit. Um, yeah. yeah, and of course, there's the now famous video of the woman crying after getting maced and or maybe not maced, maybe actually rubbing an onion in her eyes just to feel like she was part of something. Without yeah, it's getting... like stolen valor for uh, yeah. getting, getting maced. Yeah. But hey, it was all worth it in the end because the auto-tune the news guys did a brilliant Animaniacs uh, yeah. version Animani, of it. totally insane He <laughs> pushed me out and amazed me. me. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, anyways, it was all pure and utter chaos. It was an international embarrassment, a horrific stain on our country's history. The which, headlines which around isn't the great. world were so good, especially the headlines from countries where um, previously the U.S. might have interfered in their their own electoral affairs they were they were so happy to finally Lots have a country to be like, being like mm, real who the hell do you think yeah. you are who's the banana republic now yeah but like when you're getting a talking down to a strip like a, a tearing down by Boris Johnson too of all people yeah like, and it's like the one time where I'm like you know he's right Boris <laughs> Boris is the one who's right here Fuck. yeah uh but yeah it look very bad stain on the country it it, you witnessed history if you were watching that. It was, it was some serious cringe. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> it was something. Uh, it, look, and all these people—they thought they were in the right when they were doing this. No, they fully thought they were going to succeed, and then I guess be appointed to, uh, you know, like uh, you're all the new senators. We 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 hung the real senators, and you guys get to be the senate now, or at least be a part of Trump's army. I guess. I, I, I don't know. They thought they there were wasn't gonna, a plan. That's the that, weirdest yeah, thing. Exactly. They, they thought they were going to do a revolution all in the name of their God Emperor Trump. They, they'd get into the Capitol. They'd take it over and they'd make damn sure that Donald Trump would remain president of their United uh, States. Step three, question mark. Step four, uh, who knows? Uh, God Emperor Trump. Profit. Uh, that didn't happen, <laughs> though. The majority of people who made it inside just meandered around aimlessly uh, in, in lots of shots, staying within the velvet rope. Including my favorite protester. This uh, apparently 100-year-old woman just oh, holding yeah. a tiny flag uh, <laughs> saying, I like the young people. Yes, Aunt Tifa. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like the granny from Tom and Jerry. I, the crowd or started... From, uh, Sylvester and Tweedy. I was in the crowd, and they started moving into the Capitol. So, okay, I haven't been in the Capitol. I'm here in D.C. I flew in from Duluth. Oh, these lines are so long. Oh, it was like my an goodness. Uh, yeah, look, they, they, yeah, people just kind of... Self-incrimination just all over the fucking place. (laughs) Filming this crime spree was the best idea we ever had. There were, like, a dozen or so photojournalists in there, but most of what we saw came from the source. Yeah, just, like, selfie cam... uh, Yeah, pure organic One of them was a, like, state senator from, I can't remember where, but literally, like, naming himself, he's like, speaking in the third person, he's like, I'm here. Elliot has entered the Capitol. Lots of people doing interviews after the fact. Like, uh, the guy who put his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk being like, yeah, I stole her mail, too. Yeah, it's right here. (laughs) I committed a federal crime. It's a good thing stealing (laughs) mail isn't, like, illegal. (laughs) So, thankfully, these people were all very stupid, as well as very malicious and dangerous. Uh, It's like, I mean, 
I don't know how you can say that like privilege isn't a concept. <laughs> oh like, my god, these people are so fucking like privileged that they don't like. It never even occurred to them that this might be like they might get in trouble a bad thing. For some of this. Yeah, like why would I get in trouble for for storming the Capitol? No, it's I, I I'm not like threatening anyone. Like I'm just stealing mail. And uh, in a way that makes our country look continuously bad, as it has for hundreds of years now, uh, there kind of weren't many consequences, at least immediately, for what happened. No, they all, considering, they all went back uh, to their hotel later yeah, in the night. Considering um, a lot of protesters probably would have been shot on sight. Oh, if this was a Black Lives Matter protest, uh, there would have been a lot more. Yeah, uh, like, yeah people would have gotten the shit kicked out. The, the, the uh, post-mortem download on the information of everything that led to this is going to be insane. Trump, like, withheld the National Guard for a while, apparently. Yeah, there's, uh, yeah, the, the whole police situation is... Very so strange. The, the, the chief of the Capitol Police, which is its own police department, it's different than the D.C. Metropolitan Police, the, cap, the, the chief of the Capitol Police resigned yeah, because uh, like in, in, in embarrassment, which is like, which is what in a normal world, that's what yeah, people do, do yeah. when they fail at their jobs, they resign, and uh, and it, but it, it also sounds like it wasn't necessarily all his fault. Like he says, he reached out to like DC police, the, the Pentagon. Yeah, yeah he, he reached out to. The, they the, knew this was yeah, coming. Like he he asked for help and didn't get it. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it'll they're. It'll be interesting to see how this all pans out. But the insurrection. Yeah, people just went around <laughs> documenting their crimes, boasting about it loudly, and assumed that there would be no consequences. Which, like we said for a brief moment, might have seemed true considering it appeared as though law enforcement was either looking the other way or contributing to their ability to overtake the Capitol building. But shortly after things died down and after Trump uploaded a video message directly to Twitter asking the same crowd that he riled up earlier to instead go home in peace while also telling him that he <laughs> loved them... <laughs> Reality started to set in on the people who participated in the insurrection, and in the days that followed, we have seen them start to face some sort of consequences for their action. Yeah. Whether or not they'll actually get prison time or jail time has yet to be seen, but they are finding people and arresting them. It is funny how quickly like, they all collectively realize, like, oh, fuck, we're in deep shit. Like, my favorite is the, the Kevin Sorbo series of tweets where he's like, <laughs> Come on, Patriot. It's basically cheering on the whole thing. And then the last tweet, like an hour later, is like, uh, it was Antifa. Antifa pretending to be Patriots. Oh, my God. Matt Gates saying that immediately afterwards was insane. Yeah, and even the people he cited just being like, no, he's fucking lying. Yeah. It's not true. Anyways, uh, yeah, participants in this uh, little... Little coup? Baby's first coup. Yeah. Uh, they've been arrested in their homes. They've been kicked off of flights <laughs> and had little tantrums in the yeah. airport. Uh, they've had law enforcement waiting for them at their home airports. They've been fired from their jobs. One guy in particular was swiftly fired by his employer because he was easily identifiable thanks to the fact that he was literally wearing his employee ID badge while participating in this revolution. Thank goodness they were stupid. Yeah. Um, it, and this is another hilarious point that I, I just can't get over the fact. It's like it's a pandemic. Like, yeah, that's the whole... Like it, You could wear a mask, like you're encouraged to wear a mask, and this is the one time where you can commit crimes and wear a mask, and it's like, no, there's nothing weird about it. And yeah. they refu- they, they're they like, no. Not only will I breathe in everyone else's breath, I will put my face all over the cameras. Case in point, I forgot until right now, because there's so much happening, but Baked Alaska was there, uh, involved in the storming of the Capitol, and had just recently tested positive for COVID-19. Yeah. So that happened. Uh, but yeah, there's no, there's been no shortage of videos of people 
getting kicked off flights were apparently already popping up on the no-fly list. A bunch of these videos seem to be old and unrelated to the protests of the Capitol. Yeah, they're but being reused as uh, as videos that would there, go viral There's now. definitely one of a man crying <laughs> that's been viewed millions of times where he laments about facing consequences and being called a terrorist. Every single one of you, but this is what they do to us. Anyway, yeah, only time will tell if the people who participated in the event face real lasting consequences for their actions. But if you hear it from them and the people who supported this whole thing, including members of the GOP, some of whom still see no problem with it, apparently. Yeah. Uh, these people, they're all victims, and some and they've attempted to actually shift focus away from Trump supporters attempting an insurrection and somehow steer that towards the fact that they're all being victimized by big tech instead. Uh, and they're doing a good job of, of somehow convincing people that the real problem is being deplatformed right now. Yeah. Uh, look, <laughs> that's because immediately following the events of January 6th, <sighs> Brace yourselves if you've uh, put your head in a hole for the past two weeks. President Donald Trump had his Twitter account suspended by the service for inciting violence. Violated the TOS, bro. You gotta go. So hey, first, it was just a 12-hour timeout. A little warning. Trump would have to delete his tweets that brought on the suspension and then not use his Twitter account to rile up his followers or inspire them to commit more violence on his behalf. No, well, he got his account back. And he was able to keep it up for a handful of hours before the decision was made to just permanently suspend the president's, the president's Twitter account. Which, as silly as it sounds, is literally one of the biggest things to have happened in his entire presidency. Which is filled with absolutely insane moments. Yeah. Like, it, it's been a long four years. They, they deleted the president of the United States' Twitter account for inciting violence. Which is insane to say out loud. Yeah. And, and I, he... I mean... Anyway, this is—it's fucking insane. This is pretty much the only actual consequence that he's faced for all the damage he's done to the country, being kicked off Twitter. Yeah, I'd say he got let off easy. Yeah, and uh, you know that in itself is a disgrace of justice. It's not really justice at all. The fact is that this has absolutely driven Trump fucking insane. Yeah, uh, Twitter is his thing, and he—he's literally the biggest shit poster of all time. He's had some epic posts. <laughs> Before he got into politics, like, he had a genuinely funny Twitter account. Yeah. Of just, like, this weird, petty old man. Um, Who just rubbed his nose in pop culture all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, he was an unmatched power user. He's always been obsessed with the platform. So uh, taking that all away from him, it's actually, sadly, a decent form of punishment so far. I mean, yeah. he, it's, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's I Laura would, Loomer, basically. I would, I would put money on the fact that taking Trump's Twitter account away from him would affect him is probably affected him more than if he was literally removed from office but got to keep his Twitter account. Yeah. Yeah, because he, like, I mean, he's a textbook sort of narcissistic person. Yeah. He needs to be able to just, like, anytime he feels the slightest bit unsure about himself or uh, not perfectly confident, just go on Twitter and, like, check his notifications, check his mentions, like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm the fucking best. Now he can't. Yeah. But uh, you don't like this man doesn't know how to use eight coon. He doesn't know how to use gab. Yeah. But uh, 
Sadly, the Jeff Tiedricks of the world are now out of a job. The yeah. Dr. Eugene's, I think Jeff Tiedrich tweeted like, well, I guess I'll go yes. read a book. <laughs> Just like, like the Trump reply guys, they, they're they very upset. There was like yeah. a, a post on the entrepreneur subreddit where it's like, I literally created a bot that would just like snap back at the president and then put a bunch of like uh, democratic leaning uh, products up for sale. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, Get a real job. Yeah. Now, President Trump, he did try to sneak in some tweets using the official uh, POTUS account. I love the just immediate like <laughs> ban evasion. Like this is the same shit that like uh, Jacob fucking, Wall? Like, edgy leftist shit posters get, like, put in timeout and they, they come back with their alt account. Oh, the Krasensteins? Like, hey, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just hilarious. The president immediately, immediately tries just some stupid ban evasion. Yeah. With the at POTUS account. What? <laughs> I didn't know I couldn't do that. What? Uh, so he posted on the POTUS account. Uh, he also tried <laughs> out the Team Trump account. And then he used the account for his campaign's digital yeah. director. Whoever, I'd love to have been the guy at Twitter just playing whack-a-mole with all of these. Or just anyone within earshot of the president during that time. Like, give me your login credentials. Who else here is verified? <laughs> Uh, so all of the tweets that were sent out, they were all deleted. Uh, and the accounts were all suspended except for obviously the POTUS account, which will... I would assume become Joe Biden's account very soon. Yeah. But yeah, Donald Trump, his last tweet ever was just him saying that he's not going to Biden's inauguration. That was like the last thing he tweeted was like, and for all those asking, no, I will not be attending. Uh, yeah, a lot of people started reusing the LeBron James tweet from like four years ago. Where he's like, you bum. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody asked you. Yeah. <laughs> there, were, you were, there was never any invite. You bum. Yeah. Uh, also, it has actually been the last we've heard of him. Yeah. We haven't heard from Trump since his Twitter was I, deleted. Like, it's funny that he got banned. And there's definitely good reasons for him to yeah. be banned. But it's eerie. It's eerily silent in the jungle. And when it's silent in the jungle, well, that's usually a bad sign. That yeah. I, a predator is prowling. I was, like, in bed, like, like late at night just being like, I wonder what's going what's on right doing? now. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like, usually it's like an open window. You just walk in and go, hey, Mr. Trump. Yeah. You can tell he's oh, he's taking a shit right now. He's just rage posting. But, like, now he's just silent. But we will see by the time this uh, airs, it goes up, like, late Monday, uh, Tuesday, not at the Alamo, in Alamo. In the city of Alamo, which is 200 miles south of the Alamo. He's doing Hopefully a, a none speech. of his supporters get confused. confused and just fly into San Antonio. Like, where's the president? I guarantee there's going to be people at the Alamo. Yeah. Uh, he's doing, he's doing his first, uh, public appearance. Yeah. So on Tuesday, we'll, we'll hear from him and I'm sure, oh, it'll be something. Yeah. But anyways, uh, <laughs> he hasn't made any public statements or, uh, public appearances since the Twitter was deleted. Uh, so who knows? He could be doing anything. Yeah. And it's weird. He could easily just call into like Fox News or something. They'd, they'd... He's not really like silenced. He just has to call well, Hannity. That's the funniest thing is like all these Republican, like congressmen going on Fox News talking about how they've been silenced. It's like, you're on the fucking news talking De right now. Devin Nunes wearing his fresh Medal of Freedom talking yeah. about how he's being silenced. Yeah. You are you are broadcasting right now to millions of people. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And you still have your Twitter. Anyway, in addition to Trump's Twitter account, uh, various other networks and web services have done a bit of housekeeping themselves regarding the more extreme users and websites that have used their platforms to spread disinformation, hate speech, conspiracies, and also use these services to organize uh, bullshit like this raid. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> storm storm capital. They can't shoot us all. Yeah. Uh, we'll get more into that side of the stuff on this week's Tech News Day. We've already gone on for 40 minutes. Yeah. Um, but, uh, need, you know, needless to say, people are fucking pissed. And 
you know, they can't even escape to parlor anymore because that right-wing Twitter alternative was taken down from Google Play and then the Apple App Store, and then it was removed from Amazon's web service, uh, but not before people apparently downloaded shitloads of damning and identi identifiable information on its users because it, it's just a garbage website with garbage cybersecurity. And uh, apparently, in order to get verified, you had to take a photo, upload yeah. a photo of your ID, front and back. Yeah. Uh, just a honeypot. Yeah, Literally a honeypot. Seems like a honeypot. Like, Parler is like, if you were in the FBI and you wanted to design a database of potential domestic terrorists, you would design Parler. Yeah. And so, yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about Parler and just, uh, <laughs> you know, the Section 230 that no one actually seems to understand and all the deplatforming and the censorship, all that on this week's Tech News Day. We're back, folks. Yeah. The news never stops. Yeah, but, but yeah, because of the internet services and social media websites cracking down on users, the conversation, it has attempted to shift to how uh, this goes against their First Amendment rights. It's and, basically Orwell's 1984. <laughs> and that they're being silenced instead of focusing on the fact that they, that they literally just tried to do a fucking coup in broad daylight, in 4K, at the behest of they, their very fat, very pathetic wannabe dictator, all while members of the Republican Party desperately try to claim that right now is definitely the time for the union. Unity and the healing. Guys, it's never been a better time for unity and healing. Yeah. It, it, just because all of our followers might have committed a couple of crimes, uh, I think now is the best time. Because uh, when you're getting stabbed by someone, the first thing you want to do is say, I'm sorry, please stop stabbing me. And then he'll say, okay, now yeah. it's time for unity and healing. All the, all the people out there who live with your parents still, like next time you forget to do your chore, you forget to take the trash cans out before the truck gets there, mm -hmm. something like that. Your parents get mad at you. You're like, we got all this fucking trash now. We got to wait another week to get the trash picked up. And be like, look. Now is not the now time for arguing. Now is not the time for arguing. Now is the time for unity. Unity and healing. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers. But that doesn't make any fucking sense because there <laughs> are no consequences for what happened last hey, week. Hey, hey. Now is the time for unity. There's only going to be more and more extreme attempts than what already transpired if there's no consequences. Yeah, this is like, like there has to be... They can't ignore this. There has to be consequences. <laughs> it's insane. Like, you, you, you have to at least set the precedent that like... You can't just storm the fucking Capitol because yeah. they're they're already all planning on doing the exact same thing on, on inauguration day. day. Yeah. So like they they need to make it very clear. Like Why? you can't fucking do that. Why the fuck are we supposed to unite with people who just tried to overthrow the government and overturn the results of a democratic election? How can the country heal when there is still damage being done? Yeah, and like, I mean, like the whole thing was pretty pathetic. But there was dudes there with guns. There was bombs. There was uh, yeah. There was like, it was it, it could have gone a lot worse. There was a couple points where the mob was they didn't know their way around the Capitol, but they were very close to where Congress people were hiding. Yeah, and it was uh, I mean credit where it's due. Like some uh, Capitol police officers were very skillful in how they sort of uh, <laughs> led Drug the, them away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, just dangling keys in front of them. But uh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, currently there's uh, plans for another impeachment. Yeah, and this is this is an impeachment year request of the day. Yes, and another. This is the the second request in two weeks for two different fucking things. Yeah. Um, yeah, we should have an update on that on Tuesday. Uh, Mike Pence has been asked to invoke the Twenty Fifth Amendment. Probably won't happen, mm, but yeah. I don't know. If I was Mike Pence, I would feel quite insulted by the way my. Uh, 
my president uh, tried to get me and my family killed. tried to get me fucking killed. Yeah. They were literally ch- chanting, hang Mike Pence as they were storming the Capitol. In, so if, if, I would take that personally if I was him. If nothing happens, and not to like repeat a bunch of shit that was fucking tweeted over the past week, but if nothing happens, Trump gets to go on with his life, gets 200 something thousand dollars a year, a million dollar travel budget every yeah. year, and could run for office again. Yeah. It's the, so you gotta do something, people. Like what a, what a, what, just because we're living in it doesn't mean we can't do anything about it. Yeah. You don't want to look back and be like, oh, we really should have done something. I, I just don't have a lot of faith in the 25th or the impeachment. It's but... like when William Barr is like, wow, that sucked when the Capitol got raided. Yeah, and you're like, like you could have, well, you were, you had the ability to do something about Kelly it. Even Kellyanne Conway is just like, yeah, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty dark scenes out of our Capitol this week. It's like, bitch, <laughs> bitch. Where the <laughs> fuck? You've been working for this man for four years. You're like oh, yeah, longest like, serving. Uh, oh, God damn it. Oh, uh, hey, hey, it's me, Betsy DeVos. Literal fucking bitch. This is just a bridge too far for Betsy DeVos. Uh, yeah, Betsy DeVos. Oh, I resigned. Literally a week before I was going to get fired anyway. Fuck After, you. After like, completely decimating the uh, education fuck system in America. You. Yeah. Just going to go back and live on one of her seven fucking yachts. But they all know that like the resistance libs, the blue wave people are like, you know what, Betsy? I may not like you. That was a real brave thing you did, even Ugh. though it's not brave at all. It's like fucking they, they Mitch McConnell's wife. They, well, I guess I'll resign now. Yeah. All right, absolve yourself of all sin. Thanks. Like, there's so much sin absolving going on. Oh, yeah. And another thing that's not getting talked about enough that is pretty fucking weird is that, like, one of the main people in the sort of community that was involved in this, uh, this little coup, attempted coup, is the wife of Justice Clarence Thomas. Like, his... <laughs> It's a, you got this guy on the Supreme Court, and his wife is involved in this group that's, uh, you know, doing a little light treason. Bit weird. Seems like something worth addressing, but it hasn't. I haven't seen much discussion well, of this at all. To be fair, he might not. You know, this is this has nothing to do with him. She's an independent woman, who like look. Yeah. Anyways, um, that, that, that was it. That was that Air Force lady still married or whatever? She went on her own, right? Like she went with like a group of other like Q uh, people. Yeah, she's actually in a polycule. Or was oh. she? Uh, yeah, it was just like a throwaway line in one of the articles. It's like they interviewed her husband's girlfriend, oh. or like her and her husband's girlfriend. All right, and well. just sort of glossed over that. Hey, not kink shaming. No, I mean now it's just it sucks that she's dead because now it's just a normal, you know, yeah. monogamous boy-girl hetero relationship. Mm-hmm. Anyways, look, uh, yeah, uh, one thing is for certain: there has to be consequences. Oh, or else I'm going to lose my fucking mind. To quote Jesse from Breaking Bad, he can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> President Trump, he's a clear and present danger to the country. And who cares if there's only a week left in his presidency? He needs to face consequences for the damage that he's done and the lives that he's ruined. He got people killed. Cry and more, libtard. That, 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 him getting people killed at the Capitol doesn't even count all the people that he has... I don't even say inadvertently. Advertently gotten people killed with the pandemic. Yeah, he he got quite a body count. He was he was doing all right. Like for uh, for like the first three years of his presidency, you could say like, hey, as much as this guy fucking sucks, like he didn't directly kill anyone. Obama technically killed a lot more people than <laughs> him, but like that quickly changed. But we, not to mention, by the way, we still have the actual inauguration to get through. Oh God, that is going to be a nightmare. And there are already, according to multiple law enforcement sources and data analyzed by Twitter and other platforms, there's threats to local, state, and federal buildings on the day of Biden's inauguration. And at this point, you can't just say it's bullshit or that people are overreacting or that it's all just trolling on social media. We literally just lived through an actual real-life example of what can and will go wrong if this type of shit continues. 
Anyways, welcome to 2021. G great to be back, guys. I love that I chose this as my job that I would do for the rest of my life or something. Yeah. The news. It started off as just movie news, and now it's just like, hey, uh, is there going to be a civil war? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First, we started reporting on Avengers. Avengers. <laughs> Captain America civil, civil War. And then uh, the real uh, civil uh, war. Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Quite yeah. a hole we've fallen into. Uh, yeah, when we uh, left you last year and went on a just extremely poorly timed vacation, we said we hoped 2020 was the worst year ever. And that's because it meant that the worst was behind us. And we can maybe move on and have a little shred of hope about the future, some optimism. Yeah. Uh, and then reality came by real quick to smack us all across the face with a giant can of twisted tea. <laughs> and now we're just back in the shit. Yep. We've just barely, we're two weeks in. Two weeks in, and this yeah. shit's already exhausting. But, hey, we're back. You're here watching a little bit of normalcy. Let's yeah. get through this together and try our best to have a sensible chuckle every <laughs> once in a while along yeah. the way. Does that sound good? Yeah, we're happy to be back. We're happy that you're here. Uh, sorry it wasn't a whole lot of good news for the first video of the Probably year. Probably not going to be much good news <laughs> at all, ever. Could be a while. Uh, but stay tuned because we have more uh, coming for you this week. Uh, if you're new here, hit the subscribe button. If you want to support the show, we have a Patreon. The link's below. You can click the join button below the video. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Do all the, the, the bells and do all that shit. It's, yeah. it's a new year, baby, and uh, it doesn't stop from here on out. So here we go. We'll see you soon for real this time. For yeah. real, we, we were not going to go out for cigarettes for two weeks this time. No. We'll be right back. We'll be back. Bye. Bye.